0: Good morning, everyone. Greetings from Oslo, Norway. I'm uh, here for promotion and screening of two of my featured narrative documentaries called Citizen Memoria and In Search of My Sister. I'll get back to that in a second, but I just want to go over uh, with our regular updates of this Kingdom of Dreams podcast that has been received so well by all of you. So thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. Um, Today, I'm going to talk about some of the things that are coming up in terms of the podcast itself, in terms of news and um, a whole bunch of different things, uh, in relation to the interviews and whatnot. So as you know, last episode, uh, I did the first part review for this the Jurassic Park ultimate visual history book by James Mortrum. And, uh, I'm working on a second part, which covers Jurassic, uh, world. Uh, I don't know if I said Jurassic world, or Jurassic park earlier, so forgive me for that, uh, and the second part is about Jurassic world fallen kingdom and then Jurassic world dominion. So that's coming up. I'm also gonna be um, talking about um, this fabulous new game provided us to for uh, by Back to the Future official website. It's called Back to the Future, a letter from the past. So it's not like a video game or PlayStation or Xbox game. It's an actual game that's similar to like a board game, you know, like Monopoly and whatnot. And, um, it says a thrilling adventure back in time, discover this amazing adventure with a brand new story full of exciting riddles and puddle puzzles for you to solve with the aid of time decoder and sports almanac Almanac in an attempt to save doc through time. So this is what the back looks like. And this was provided, um, to us from back to the future official website, uh, Stephen Clark, who we spoke to in one of the episodes, I'm going to be going through this and reviewing this very soon. And then we're going to run a contest for everybody to sign up and uh, basically be lucky enough to win a copy. And then we have got these two copies of soundtracks from La La Records, Jurassic Park, the original soundtrack. Um, It comes with two disc editions. One of them is called Score Presentation. um, One of them is called 1993 Original Soundtrack. So the original soundtrack is 73 minutes long. And uh, then there's a bonus track called Stalling Around which is about two and a half minutes long, but the additional CD, um, which is 77 minutes long, it's the add-on, um, from what I understand, ba- with, with the exception of some tracks, um, are add-ons to the original soundtrack. So this is what the front looks like. And this is what the back looks like. I'll be reviewing this CD soon. Again, we're going to be providing, um, copies to uh, lucky winners and, uh, thank you for, to Lala records, uh, obviously distributed by, you know, universal and, uh, Amblin uh, being the production company and Spielberg being the director. And then another fabulous disc, um, the 45th Anniversary Edition. Uh, so this one is actually remastered and expanded original soundtrack, just to kind of give you the name right. It's two discs. And this one is Close Encounters of Third Kind. It's the 45th Anniversary Edition, again by Lala Records. And uh, it's called Lala Land Records. I'm sorry, both of them. Lala Land Records and Lala Land Records. And they also have two CDs. One of them, is uh, uh, called the Alternate and Additional Music, which is 74 minutes long. And then there's Expanded Soundtrack Presentation, which is 78 minutes long, two and a half hours, two hours and 33 minutes worth of soundtrack. That's longer than the film itself. And the same thing with this, two hours and 31 minutes. So again, review for this coming soon. And uh, also uh, we're gonna be doing something similar to that. We're gonna be doing giveaways and plus there's another soundtrack coming up by la la land records um you can probably guess it but i won't say it this was given us to us uh, given to us by warner brothers uh, the uh, 4k ultra hd blu-ray and digital code um and uh it's poltergeist and obviously produced by steven spielberg and directed by top hooper it was also written by spielberg i believe i know the story was by him i'm trying to remember if it was actually written by him as well um so this includes Uh, The real world of Poltergeist documentary in two parts, science and spirits and communing with the dead, the making of Poltergeist and the service. And then this is what the inside looks like. Two discs right here. I just opened it up. There's actually another one that, um, um, uh, a collector's edition that came out that we couldn't get a copy of because it's subjected to retailers only. Um, And let me just see what it's called. Yeah. It's called the uh, poltergeist Steelbook, uh, and it's uh $31.99. Um, is it? No, that's not the right one. I got the wrong one again. There's so many different title titles. Um, yeah, it's called Xavi exclusive Steelbook. So that comes with a whole bunch of uh, posters, booklets and it's almost like about $70 uh, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, I would say that one is totally worth the price. I'm hoping to get a copy of that as soon as my, uh, I get back, uh, from my little little break from my traveling, and then I can probably talk about that as well. So there's that. And then also I want to talk to you about what's coming up in terms of, uh, the content on the PASCATS podcast. So tomorrow, uh, we're going to be posting our conversation, my conversation with director Dean Perry who directed galaxy quest starring Tim Allen, late, late, great, Alan Rickman, Sigourney Weaver, Sam Rockwell. That was such a fun conversation. Uh, it went on for almost two hours and, um, really had a pleasure to talking to him. And there was just that, this, this connection that we had as filmmakers, uh, in terms of, you know, talking about the film and he thoroughly really enjoyed it too. So that's coming up and I also sort of want to give you some updates on what's coming up in the next, after that. Um, I'm going to be uh, doing some contests and doing some more news. So in terms of news, just want to give you a little update about what's upcoming in terms of Spielberg, Gamblin, and DreamWorks content. So as most of you probably know, Animaniacs was recreated, uh, uh, restarted or rebooted, but with similar animations, similar voices. And I think it went for two seasons on H- Hulu and HBO max is developing tiny tunes reboot, which was amazing at the time when it came out and probably still will be when it does. And they're also doing, um, a series called Gremlins: secret of the Mogwai, which is actually being produced by Joe Dante, who directed the first and the second gremlins film. So that's exciting. Looking forward to that. I think that's all happening next year and, but the. Main thing that I want to talk about, and I want to dedicate an episode to that after this, is uh, The Fable Fablement, which is coming out, I believe, Thanksgiving. Uh, it had its premiere at TIFF, Toronto International Film Festival, and it won the People's Choice Awards. So that's a great sign for the film in terms of, you know, getting into the acad- uh, the award season, because most of the films that get into the Academy Awards or Golden Globes are set up at TIFF. That has been the case for the last good 23, 24 years, ever since American Beauty, uh, first premiered at TIFF and it stormed the Oscars and all the other awards. So I'm going to talk about, I'm going to break down the trailer in more detail, but one thing I want to show you, um, before the next episode or, or talk to you about the next episode, as you have seen the trailer, it's about, uh, it's loosely based on Spielberg's childhood and how he became to be the filmmaker. He is, I think it spanned about 10 years of his life before he broke it into Hollywood. Uh, very personal film. The opening of that film, is pretty much what his life, uh, what, what got him into filmmaking. So after watching The Greatest Show on Earth, I believe he got home and his dad had his camera, had this camera and he took it from him and he had this train set. So he, you know, let the trains go, uh, from one side and the other one, another train set from the other side of the tracks and he filmed them separately. And mind you, this is back in the day when there was no digital. So you're literally making it on film, not knowing if the exposure is right, if the aperture is right and all that stuff. Um, and he filmed the one train coming in, then he filmed the other train set coming in and then he, you know, filmed the collision and he actually spliced that up into uh, I believe, I don't know what system that he used, but I remember when I did my first short film way back in the early 2000s, when there was a digital uh, film transition, um, I did flatbed editing. So you take the film negative, you process it, and then you uh, put it on this editing system, flatbed editing system, and you put it on the sockets and you view it through like a microscopic type device. I don't have exact name for it. It's been such a long time. And then you see what you have filmed and you splice it with scissors and you tape it. And that's what he probably did. And his father was so impressed by it. And he, I think, impressed himself that his career kind of started from there. So that's in the film. I thought that was really cool. Um, I'm really excited to see that film as it's, you know, about films and about people who are into uh, making films. So it'd be definitely inspirational, but at the same time, it's about a relationship between mother, father, son, and husband and wife. Um, So definitely awaiting that with impatience. Um, And yeah. And lastly, I want to sort of fill you in about what I'm doing in Oslo, and I think in the last episode I mentioned too, that two of my feature narrative documentaries about human rights, uh, Cezana Morya and uh, In Search of My Sister, uh, we're doing screenings all over the world um, in hopes to promote the film, and the response has been incredible, we're getting some festival uh, selections as well, we're looking forward to that, and, um, and then eventually releasing the film, but uh, I will you know give you a little bit more on that in coming episodes because this podcast is specifically about um you know kingdom of dreams amblin dreamworks and spielberg i don't want to make it about what i'm doing but you'll come to see if you want to learn more about that um you could just go to www.jawadmir.com j-a-w-a-d dot, sorry j-a-w-a-d-m-i-r Dot com and you'll be able to see the trailer of those two films and my other works but um, yeah I'm really excited I'm glad I got I'm, I'm doing this regularly now and uh, I hope to see you tomorrow um, with the, my conversation with Dean Perrisod but keep in mind that that was recorded back um, last week no it was two weeks ago almost um, so um, you know that it was pre-recorded so but I'm I'm convinced that you guys will thoroughly enjoy it, uh, being film fans or sci-fi fans or Star Trek or Star Wars fans or any kind of fans. So I look forward to sharing that with you guys. Thank you so much. Until next time, have a great day.